This is an ABC podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to News Time. My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. On this show, we count down five news stories from right around the world. I'm especially excited about today's show because it's chock-a-block full of weird and wonderful animals. It's going to be a fun ride. Are you ready to get started? Yes, we're ready. Yes, we're ready. Brilliant. Take it away, my friends. Story number five. Our first story today is about a type of animal. It climbs up trees and munches on seeds. We're talking about squirrels. A squirrel is something that jumps around in trees. Uh, Yes, they're little creatures. They have long tails and just have cute eyes and just have cute nose and cute whiskers. They are very cute. And there are lots of different kinds of squirrels. They come in lots of different shapes and sizes. There are flying squirrels, tree squirrels, red squirrels, stripy squirrels and spotted squirrels. Today's story is about the eastern grey squirrel, which lives in the United States of America. Scientists have just found out something very interesting about how these squirrels keep themselves safe. Any guesses? They probably sense something swooping by or moving around or they can hear something. Yes, squirrels are very cautious. And they're good at hearing dangerous sounds, like the call of a red-tailed hawk. This hawk eats squirrels, so when squirrels hear them, they freeze and watch the sky for danger or scuttle away to a safe place. But it turns out that squirrels have another very clever way to avoid these hawks, eavesdropping. Eavesdropping? When they poo? (laughs) I can see why you might think that. Droppings is another word for animal poo. But eavesdropping is something very different. It's when you secretly listen to somebody else's conversation. Like spying on things? Yes, and it's what these eastern grey squirrels have been doing. Scientists wanted to know what kinds of sounds squirrels listen to. So they played some squirrels lots of different noises. When they played the sound of a hawk, the squirrels scurried away. When they played the happy chatter of songbirds, the squirrels relaxed and went about their day searching for yummy nuts and seeds. But when they didn't play any sounds at all, the squirrels would freeze and be on the lookout for danger. So why did silence scare the squirrels? Well, hawks don't just eat squirrels. They also eat songbirds. When a songbird is scared, it will stop singing. So these clever squirrels know that when the birds stop singing, it could be because there's a hungry hawk about. When the birds begin to sing again, the squirrels know they can relax too. Pretty clever. All right, now on to our next story. Storm number four. There's a lot of water on planet Earth. There's much more ocean than there is land. Imagine that you're at the beach, looking out across the water, listening to the waves. Ah, it's beautiful, isn't it? What's your favourite thing about the ocean? 
it's easier to move your body in it and it's fun to play in. All the creatures that live in it, my favourite one is the turtle. I think I like sharks. Every year on the 8th of June, we celebrate World Oceans Day, a day to think about all the reasons why the ocean is important and special. So um, Ocean Day is for celebrating all the things that the ocean does for Earth, because without it, the Earth won't survive for long. Yep, the ocean helps keep every living thing on our planet healthy and happy. Most of the oxygen in the air that we breathe comes from plants under the sea, from places like the giant kelp forests deep underwater. They make oxygen for us just like trees on land do. The ocean is also full of life. Fishes and dolphins and stuff. And if we go into the really deep end, we might see a whale. This year, the theme for World Oceans Day is Innovation for a Sustainable Ocean. We've talked about innovation before on Newstime. It's when people come up with new ideas or ways of doing things. And a sustainable ocean means one that's healthy and clean for years and years to come. Well, we could pick up rubbish. Stop throwing plastic everywhere. Making stuff with the plastic rather than throwing them in the bin. Now that's what I call innovative thinking. Nice work, my friends. All right, let's head on over to our next story. Story number three. <sighs> I love the sound of cicadas. Cicada? What's a cicada? They're like the, a little animal that climbs trees and it has a shell, and when it dies, the shell is still there. Cicadas are big insects that get very noisy during summer and they buzz around with powerful wings. When they leave a shell stuck to a tree, it's not actually because they've died, it's because they've transformed. This transformation is why we're talking about cicadas this week, because over in the United States of America, millions of them are hatching all at once right now. The types of cicadas that are hatching are called periodical cicadas. They live underground for 17 years until eventually they dig themselves up to the surface and pop out into the fresh open air. That's when they transform. They shed their underground skin and they leave it behind as that brown dry shell that you were talking about. 17 years is a long time to spend hanging out underground why do you reckon they stay under there for so long? Well, maybe they don't like outside or the sun or the rain or the wind. So that their predators won't attack them very easily? Ah, good theories. The truth is, nobody knows for sure. When they do finally come out into the world, these cicadas are on a mission. And they've got to be quick because they only live for a few more weeks. Their goal is to find a mate, and that is what all the noise is about. It's the male cicadas calling out and the female cicadas clicking in reply. The females lay their eggs in the bark of trees, and once the eggs hatch, the baby cicadas fall to the ground and burrow underneath. And we're back to the beginning of the life cycle. They won't come back up for another 17 years. Amazing. That is crazy! Isn't it? Okay, 
Where are we heading next? Story number two. When do you normally get presents? Uh, Christmas. And who normally gives you the presents? Your friends, Santa, my mum and dad. I see. Well, tell me this: Have you ever received a present from a dolphin? A dolphin? No, never. That would be silly. Well, there's a dolphin that likes to hang out at a place called Tin Can Bay in Queensland. The locals have given it the name Mystique, and Mystique has an unusual habit. He carries things on his nose, and he leaves them at a cafe next to the water. Guess what kinds of things Mystique carries? Squid, maybe. Diamonds or pearls. Fish, maybe some crabs. Mystique's been bringing bottles, bits of wood, and shells, and then he patiently waits. You see, Mystique isn't really delivering presents. He expects to be given a fish in return for the bits and pieces he delivers. Mystique lives in a place where people can feed wild dolphins. In most places, you're not allowed to do that. Because most of the time, dolphins look for their own food, and they should be left to do it on their own. But Mystique is different. He's used to being given his food. If you were a dolphin, what kinds of things would you like to be given? Maybe a round ball, a bucket of fish, and hoops to jump through. And now it's time for our last story. Story number one. Do you like visiting art galleries? Well, I love the paintings, seeing the cool inventions and creations, the sculptures, the statues, the drawings, and my most favourite bit is the cafe. Nothing like a hot chocolate after a wander around the gallery. Lots of art galleries have been closed to people recently to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. But one art gallery over in America decided to open for a different kind of visitor. A penguin. That's pretty cool. That is really ridiculous. It's definitely not something you see every day. Three Peruvian penguins took a tour of an art gallery. They live at a zoo close by, and they've been a bit lonely because the zoo hasn't had any visitors. The penguins waddled around and stopped every now and then to take a look at the art. Hmm, I wonder what they were thinking. Thinking about if it's a fish, because it likes eating fish, so it might eat the painting. Oh, this painting is good. I think I'll just nip it. The people who work at the gallery said the penguins seemed to like the big, dark paintings of people the best. The zoo workers said it was just what the penguins needed and brought some excitement to their day. Good, because penguins never really get to go to the art gallery. And that is it, amigos. We have reached the end of our news countdown for another week. Thank you all so much for your help. I'm off to find some new stories for next week's episode of News Time. I'll catch you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Ciao for now.